Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers, a podcast about business development featuring business development's rock stars. And one of the best rock stars in business development that I've known throughout my career is Adam Viverka, a partner with New Spring Capital. Welcome, Adam. Carl, thanks for having me. So as I was looking over your LinkedIn bio, I realized that you are a partner now with New Spring Capital. When did that happen and, and how did that? So most business development guys at funds don't ascend to being a partner in a fund. T- tell me about how that came about. Uh, look, that, that's a great question. Thanks for uh, for recognizing that. It, it it happened about a year ago. So depending on when this podcast is aired, it was, yeah, I guess it was early, early 2020. Um, um, so yeah, that, 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 uh, is, is relatively recent, you know, uh, or, uh, I started at new spring in 2006 as an analyst and, um, you know, have had a very entrepreneurial, um, fun and, and, and exciting journey throughout the course of my career here, again, going, going on 15 years. Um, yeah, I guess to answer your specific question, how, how did that happen? Um, I'm, uh, our, our firm has always recognized that, you know, business development um, is the it, and deal flow specifically. That's uh, we can talk about what what that means to us, uh, what business development means. But in the short, it's it's finding deals and um, and, and new potential investment opportunities, uh, building relationships. But our our firm recognized pretty early um, that you know, we needed to build a function. Um, that not just one person did that being me, but that um, you know, our, our firm would embrace a culture around building relationships, finding uh, the best of the best deals and, and leaving no stone unturned. So with that, there's a lot to it, which we can, we can talk about yep. uh, uh, in you know, infrastructure, technology, everything else. So I, I, my, my, uh, my long-winded answer is our, our firm has recognized that um, and, and finding deals is uh, is definitely requires some infrastructure uh, to do so, and and they recognize me throughout the, the course of uh, my career in, in helping build that. For New let's Spring. let's take a step back, Adam, and talk a little bit about New Spring because you know I know what New Spring Capital is, but but our listeners may not. So what what kinds of deals does this fund do? You invest in private companies, right? Five million or more um, in revenue. There's a variety of funds that you support. Talk a little bit about the various funds. Absolutely. So New Spring has uh, five dedicated investment strategies. Um, you know, some some quick stats. We've raised about two point three billion in capital. Invested now more than 160 companies since we started in 1999. And you know our, our strategies are um, independently managed. Uh, however, there's some, some glue that uh, brings us all together at the New Spring Capital level with, you know, shared back office, um, business development, marketing, investor relations, et cetera. So um, each of the pockets that I'll briefly describe have, have their um, own unique place in, in the market. And, you know, we, we bring uh, our, our teams and history of working together to to execute on all of those strategies. So the, the deals we're looking for in short, we have, we have two growth equity strategies. Um, uh, one is more focused on software, uh, consumer, 
as well as uh, tech-enabled services. And uh, the other growth fund is our healthcare strategy, focusing on several ends of healthcare, uh, that being um, outsourced administrative services, um, provider uh, niche, niche providers, as well as uh, healthcare IT and, and, and some pharmaceuticals. Both of those strategies on the growth side are looking for companies, uh, generally speaking, um, five or 10 of revenue and above at the growth stage, they still might be uh, burning money, but um, you know, we're looking for companies that are um, on, a, on a nice trajectory of stellar management teams and are uh, doing something relatively different. Um, that's, that's two of our strategies. Uh, the other two, we have a uh, control, traditional control private equity strategy that's uh, more of a, a buy and build. Um, those are generally speaking as well companies, 10 in revenue and above, profitable, uh, where we can find opportunities in fragmented markets to do more of a traditional buy and build. Um, we, we have a mezzanine debt strategy, which you know, we're industry agnostic. We uh, can do a variety of deal types, everything from refinancings, um, buyouts, uh, financing a new buyout for a, a traditional private equity sponsor, uh, recaps and growth capital, but industry agnostic, uh, cash flow positive focus. And, and lastly, we just launched um, within the past year, a new strategy focused on the franchise or market. So um, in a variety of end sectors, uh, typically consumer focused um, businesses that take uh, some pain point, address some pain point in all of our otherwise busy lives, um, that being home services, uh, pet services, personal care and beauty, uh, restaurants, um, as well as uh, childhood education. So, so it, um, that's something new for us. It, it, that, that's exciting. So in, in that growth sector, I know it's it's very competitive to get these deals. I, I know because I see these deals and I see all the investors that want to invest in companies with ten, five to 10 million or, or more in revenue. And and so once you get to that stage, um, you know, you pretty much have your pick of the litter in terms of what funds you want to bring in. How do you differentiate yourself and make sure that you guys get to be in the deals that you want to be in? Sure. Well, like, have, have to, uh, th there's a lot to it. I could, uh, I could probably go on for this, on this topic. Um, now, just the Adam Viverka secret sauce is what I want. I want to know <laughs> how you make sure that you're top of mind and, and you've got that relationship. You no, know, like that's, yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, the answer I'll give you, it, it, it's evolved over time. You're right. Uh, more intrusive have um, come into the market. And, you know, throughout the course of time, we've had to um, you know, continue to elevate our brand and make sure um, we're known um, in, in the industries we're investing in, but also, um, you know, from a geography standpoint in the markets in which we're investing. So our, our approach involves, you know, I, I call them just like two buckets. On, on the direct side, you know, look, we're reaching out directly to, to companies uh, from our own independent research. We're not relying on deals just coming to us. Um, the best companies are typically sought after. And how do we find those? Uh, we have a technology stack um, and, and teams of analysts that are doing a lot of research and um, informing which companies to go after based on data. So again, using a variety of tools in our own uh, database of calling on these companies for 
um, nearly 20 years, you know, we, we have a always changing, but very solid list of companies. So we pair that uh, with what we call our partner network, which is, you know, great firms like yours, Carl, and, and individuals like you who, you know, chances are um, if we see a company that appears to be uh, the best of the best, uh, we, we can figure out through our network how to get into that company. And this, this starts, you know, even earlier than when it hits our investment criteria, this starts, um, you know, when a company, you know, is, is in, in those earlier stages and, and we need to make sure we're on their radar. We know about those companies. We take meticulous notes, use our CRM and, um, you know, make sure we're not, um, you know, number, number 10 on the list <laughs> yep. uh, and showing up right when they're raising capital, but we're, we're well ahead of that. So mm-hmm. I'd say it's a lot of uh, strategic, you know, researching and, and execution uh, with the help of uh, good friends like you guys to, to, to keep us there. On top of that, great marketing, brand building, and, um, you know, um, the test of time of, of our firm, we think gives us a, a nice uh, advantage to get in there. So let's talk a little bit about the marketing and brand building. So I've seen what you've done down in the in the Northern Virginia market where I used to be. Um, you, you would host these regular events where you'd have like dinners, you'd have um events where you you would acknowledge uh, portfolio companies and um, even deal sources. And do you do that just in certain markets? How does that work? We, uh, we, we as a firm have known very early that, you know, the, the mid Atlantic in the U S has been a strategic market for us. That, that, I mean, that's a roots that we get started. That's where we get started in Philadelphia. Um, you know, what we call the Amtrak corridor, um, specific to, to you know, our, our um, growth funds, but, you know, also um, bleeds into the others. You know, a lot of the U.S. population is here. A lot of companies are, are clearly um, based in the Mid-Atlantic, and we put an emphasis there. Now, with that said, you know, um, our growth funds as well as our others have done deals across the, the country, but we think we get a lot of bang for our buck in, in the Atlantic geographies. Uh, so, you know, look with that, um, our, our team has expanded and, you know, one of our colleagues just, um, was originally from Boston, just moved to Boston. Um, we have a Chicago office. Uh, we have someone in Denver. We have someone now in Baltimore with, with uh, and then a few folks in New York with the vast majority of the firm being in Philadelphia, these outposts and um, feet on the street have given us nice reach into markets that we think are important. But, um, you know, the events we've done in DC, we've absolutely done them in other markets. We, you know, uh, just a few months ago, we did a, you know, a virtual um, um, bourbon tasting, how to make an old fashioned with a a Boston, Boston based distillery. So having, you know, really those touch points with, with human beings and not just uh, shooting emails all day, you know, we think is important. It's relationship building so that, you know, when, when um, someone in Boston or Denver or Chicago sees a company, uh, whether on the golf course or, you know, they're their accountant, you know, they, we want them to think of us. So uh, other markets, um, you know, we continue to evolve and, and kind of test out how we can what we can be well known there. So I, I gained a strong appreciation for your professional network, Adam, when 
when I uh, historically was in the DC, Maryland, Virginia market, and then I, we opened up a New York office for Cooley and, and I took the, maybe the Amtrak uh, on the Amtrak corridor uh, up to New York and, you know, hardly knew a person in New York city. And I was trying to find my way in to meet these top executives of, of, you know, companies that were doing things and going places. And lo and behold, <laughs> Adam Viverka was just as well connected in New York City as he was in in the uh, DC metro market, and and ended up getting me introductions into you know CFOs and and various people at various companies. How do you go about cultivating those relationships that are that strong that they will take the referral for somebody like me? So I, I guess as yeah, you know, how, how have I built relationships is, I guess, the question in, in various yep. markets. You know, look, I, I think um, I think it pays, one, to be strategic about, you know, who, who you're meeting with and who you're targeting as you build your network, um, you know, where there's going to be a good overlap. Um, you know, you could go after a firm or an individual where maybe it's just good for you, but in the long run, there's 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 books about it. If we've all read, um, hopefully Adam Grant's book on you know um, give and take, and you know it's it's a it's a long game for um, you know for for relationships. And you know if you can find ones in my view that are mutually beneficial, where you know you can help each other, they're just going to last because you know people sniff out if you're again, if you're just a taker or if you're just finding things that are for you and if there's no benefit for them, I think human nature will show um, those relationships won't, um, won't, won't probably last too long or won't be as fruitful. The, the ones that matter are the, are, and are going to stick are the ones where you can help each other and there's, there's nice overlap. You know, you can help someone and they can help you, etc. So I, I think finding those, um, finding ones that, you know, are going to give you some lift and leverage and, and, Having the mindset of, uh, I'm talking to the guy who does this just as good as anybody of, you know, let me help you with really nothing in return and it, it'll come back to me. I think that's important. And on top of that, look, it's, it's you know, not only finding what strategic relationships there are, but also you, know, you have to be sensitive to your time. You can't build too many and um, go too wide, but um, finding those right ones, but also like, don't be afraid um, to take the, the call from the individual that's looking for a job or looking for a CFO role. You're gonna be calling on them once they land in their next role. And, and hopefully you've been nice to them along the way. So yep. I think that that notion is, is crucial. Absolutely. And, and few, few do that. <laughs> so <laughs> you've, you've figured that out. So Adam, uh, last question here for, for the young person, for the student to, who's listening and says, man, I, I wanna do what he does. That sounds like fun. I want to be a partner with New Spring Capital. What advice would you have for that person today as they're getting started out? Yeah, I, I can remember early in my career um, when I was first looking for my first job on, on Wall Street in New York. And um, I, I didn't, that notion was always there even before any of these books were written of kind of give and take. And, um, you know, I, I think positioning yourself as, I want to add some value out of the gate. Um, I've done my research. I know your firm. Here are some ideas. Crazy as it sounds, you know, you can come to the table 
um, with with ideas and relationships for people. And I, I think just that that effort will uh, will go a long way, opposed to the other side of, hey, I'm looking for a job. I remember again when I got started, I was, you know, I said like, you know, uh, analyst with uh, Wall Street internship experience, like looking for, you know looking to get smarter, informational interview, not looking for a job. And then you take that next step further of like doing the research before the call and saying, I noticed this, like, have you thought about that? Here's an idea. Um, I think that approach, you know, it can go a long way. Great advice. Adam Baverka, partner with New Spring Capital. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant. Grant. 